plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Hello, Power Partners. It is Star Style time. Welcome to our informational playground. Star Style, Be the Star You Are, brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. I am your host, Cynthia Bryan, and we are coming to you live, as always, on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel. And here I always strive to seed, stimulate, and support space for positive, meaningful conversations in this very upbeat and positive lifestyle show. Because I want to always catapult you from wishing upon a star to thinking about your dreams as if they've already transpired and talking as if you are already living them. And then act like you have everything you need to be the writer, the producer, the director, and the star of your life. Because the reality is you do. The miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are charity. Please visit bethestaryouare.org. We've just launched our shoe drive to support women and families in poverty in different developing nations. I'll tell you more about that in a bit. And this is from Pliny the Elder. Truth comes out in wine. Well, and you might be wondering why I have talking about wine um, with our miracle moment, it's because in segment one, I want to share some tips of how to enjoy wine. Do you know how to choose a good wine? You don't have to spend a fortune to buy a delicious bottle of wine. So we're going to give you just these little strategies to discover a wine that fits your budget and fits your taste buds. In segment two, have you ever wondered what spring is like in other countries? Well, I am going to describe spring in a few of the former European Eastern Bloc areas, as well as provide a guide for gardening in your May landscape. And in segment three, are you confident in your abilities? Do you have plenty of self-esteem? Because to be successful, we must believe in ourselves and all the possibilities. So we are going to grow our confidence for survival and success, because guess what? you have the power. Well, first of all, before we get into uh, talking about wine, I just want to give a big uh, thank you shout out to MB Jesse Painting for sponsoring our booth, the Be The Star You Are booth at the Moraga Fair this past weekend. That website is MB, M as in Mary, B as in boy, Jesse, J-E-S-S-E-E. Dot com. Uh, they are a fabulous painting company, and we had such a good time at the Moraga Fair. Uh, again, I, I want to give another shout out to the Moraga Chamber of Commerce and all of the volunteers for putting on such a great, fun, free fair. There was a kids zone that had 
pony rides and puppets and uh, jumpies and uh, inflatables and slides and all kinds of stuff. And everything was free. And uh, there was even a safari with exotic animals and petting zoo. And at Be The Star You Are, we had the kids planting seeds, uh, four different kinds of seeds that they could take home and grow their own garden. And it was so exciting. There were like, um, I think over 150 kids, and I can't even keep track of how many adults uh, planted seeds. So it was great. And thank you to the volunteers of Be The Star You Are and our two chair people, our teen chairs, Ruhani and Talon. Ruhani, you know, who is a host of Express Yourself. So thank you for that. And then the second thing is, is yesterday we launched, Be The Star You Are launched its shoe drive, which will go through the end of June. And uh, we are in partnership with 5A Rent-A-Space, as well as Mark Hoag's um, State Farm Insurance. So please visit bethestarur.org to find the locations of those two places of 5A and State Farm, where you can drop off your gently used or new shoes. Just tie the laces or put rubber bands around a pair so that they don't get separated. And then we'll do the rest. And these are going to go to help women and families become micro entrepreneurs, make a little money, and also uh, for people to have shoes in many of these developing nations as well as disaster areas. So in advance, I thank you. So now I'll get into one of my favorite subjects, which is wine. As many people already know about me, if you've been listening to this show a while or if you've read any of my books, you know that I come from a long line of vintners, farmers, and wine people. Um, having two grandfathers that were managing two major wineries in Napa Valley, uh, Beringer Brothers and Beaulieu, uh, both in Napa, Napa Valley, St. Helena, and Rutherford. And um, I grew up in the vineyards, and my whole family is still, you know, in the wine business. And our daughter is a sommelier. So now, in a perfect world, we'd all have somebody in our family who was a sommelier who would be able to give us, you know, the descriptions and the right words for that single sip of Zinfandel or Pinot or whatever it is you'd like. They'd be able to pair whatever you're having with your fish or your hamburger or your pizza or your vegan meal. But um, there is there are differences, of course, between all the different wines. I mean, even uh, one Chardonnay is not going to taste like another Chardonnay. But the reality uh, is, is that most people just buy the wine that they have had, you know, a thousand times before, or people pick by price, or sometimes it's just the label is what brings people in. And that's where I wanted to help you. Now, I'm not going to be going with you to the wine store, but I'm going to share some very simple tricks to help you before you go to buy your bottle of wine that uh, many different sommeliers and other experts have said that are useful. And I think that um, you're going to find it useful as well. So 
first of all, you'd want to always get a decent bottle of wine. And so plan on spending a minimum of at least $10 because cheaper wines are probably starting with fruit that isn't that good. And so the uh, winery will have to make up for it on the back end, which means they're going to add a lot of additives. And you really don't want additives, right? Also, just producing a bottle of wine is really expensive. There are a lot of elements that go into it. First of all, there's the labor. There's also land management because wineries are actually, although like we are vineyards, and we still grow for Napa Valley, a couple of Napa Valley uh, wineries. The wineries come out to the vineyards and they are managing and, and telling us as farmers um, and growers of what how they want it pruned and when they want things picked and when they want it leafed, et cetera. So yeah, all of that um, costs money. And of course, there's the label design and the bottles. So it's really impossible, uh, or I shouldn't say totally, but probably pretty impossible to make a good quality wine that is going to be priced less than $10. And $10 is a pretty, you know, is really inexpensive. Now, if you um, look beyond the most famous wine regions, you might get more for your money. For example, um, our our vineyards, we grow Cabernet Sauvignon. That is like the king of grapes, right? And that's what Napa likes. And Napa prices for their wines are really high. But if you go and you get a cab from Australia, for example, it might be really, really good and not have as high a price tag. Now, yes, I'd like you to buy Napa Valley wines, but there's wines from all over California. Uh, Temecula and Santa Barbara and the Mid Coast and Sonoma and Livermore and Lodi. So, you know, there's, there's all kinds of wine areas. So you don't have to just stick to the one that you think sounds like it is the most expensive. And I love Mendocino wines, Alexander Valley. You can also keep an eye out for wines that are from Portugal or Spain because they are usually underpriced for some very good wines and um, they aren't, you know, highly marketed just like the ones that are in France or the ones that are here in the United States as much. And of course, there are wines from other states besides California. Oregon and Washington make some great wines, so does New York. In fact, I think most states um, around, except for maybe Alaska, I think there's still, I think there are grapes in Hawaii. I'll have to double check that. But most states are doing some kind of grape production. So you can check those out. And I know that I went to school in Bordeaux, France, which is the, a very main wine region of France. And I'm very used to California wines. And I really love New Zealand wines and Australian wines. And sometimes the French ones just don't hit it for me. So everybody has a different palate. So, you know, that's it, okay. And I'll give you the advice that my grandfather said, whatever wine that you like is the best wine in the world. So we won't really worry about labels. But when you do, uh, uh, when you're looking for a bottle of wine, one thing you need to do is 
to read the fine print on the back. We almost all of us look at those beautiful artistic labels on the front, but turn the bottle around and check that back label to see where the wine hails from, because the more specific the location, the better the wine usually is going to be. For example, if a bottle says that it is a, a, a Pinot Noir, and it says that it's from California, that's, that's good. But if it says that it's from, if it adds, it's California Central Coast, that's even better. And then if it says it's Santa Barbara, that's better still. And then if it gives you the name of the wine rate, well, then, you know, then you really are looking at something. And if you are drinking a foreign bottle and you like it, you should write down the name of the importer. And the reason you would do that is that importers tend to maintain their standards across all of their portfolios. So if you write down the name of the importer, most likely you'd be able to find some other wines that they import that will be equally delicious, even if it is a different varietal. Now, um, also, you might want to look for phrases such as estate bottled on American wines, or on French wines, it would be mise en beauté au château. And what those mean, actually, the estate bottled means that uh, the winemakers had control of the entire process from grape growing to wine bottling. And the mise en beauté au château means that it was actually there. It, uh, in the, on that property and the winemaker had you know his or her fingers on the whole thing so chances are the wine is made by a smaller usually a family-run estate and small family-run estates put a lot of care and love into their wine so when you see those two uh, phrases you're, it's usually not a big conglomerate that might have less emphasis on quality and more emphasis on quantity. Another thing that can help you when you're hunting for wine is if you know what you like in a wine. So let's just say that you like really refreshing, crisp whites. Um, what you'll do when you go to the store is start looking for paler white wines because those are usually going to be crisper and more refreshing. Now, if you prefer, like I do, I really like the richer, buttery uh, Chardonnays. So what I would look for, if I didn't have a, a specific wine I was looking for, is something that's going to be a little bit more golden in color, because I like buttery and I like them oaky. So usually if it's yellower, golden more, it means it's been in in the oak longer and it is going to be richer and buttery. Now, it doesn't work 100% of the time, but it can help you narrow down some choices. Now, the same thing goes for rosés. You can look by color as well. So if you um, if you like a, a, a robust flavor in your uh, rosé, then you want a darker rosé. That'll usually be more rounder, it will be deeper, more flavorful than a paler pink wine. Of course, there are always exceptions to all of these ideas, but 
looking at the color is a good way just to get a sense of what is in the bottle. Now, there's an app for everything today. And, you know, you don't have to go far to see that everybody is pulling out their phone and checking everything all the time. So uh, there's an app that is called Vivino, V-I-V-I-N-O. It's free. You can get it for the iOS and for the Android. And what it does is it scans the label and it provides a crowd-sourced data and reviews for that you know, particular bottle of, of wine. And that is really a great uh, help to you if you're choosing between, you know, a dozen or more bottles of, of Sauvignon Blanc or, or Chardonnay or Zinfandel or Merlot or whatever it is. And it comes in handy. It's actually handier, I should say, once you start inputting your own ratings and your tasting notes, because the system will analyze your preferences to help steer you towards a bottle that you will really enjoy. So check that out, Vivino, V-I-V-I-N-O, and it is free. Now, the final thing that I would just want to say is it's good to be adventurous. And it might sound a little bit odd um, because I know that you're, you know, you want to pick something that's going to be fabulous and a winner, but it's always fun to go outside your comfort zone. Sometimes you're going to buy, get something that you wouldn't normally, but really will surprise you and it'll be really, really enjoyable. So the next time you go shopping, maybe grab a bottle of something that you love and you know that you are going to enjoy. And then maybe try a bottle of something that you don't really know too much about and you're interested in checking it out. And here is the, the final kicker. If you open a bottle of wine and it's either corked or you just don't like it, cook with it. And if you don't want to uh, use it immediately, you can put it in ice trays, you know, ice cube trays, like pour the wine, freeze it, and then take a cube out just to add to your sauces and your, your braises and to de deglaze something. I just keep a couple of bottles of wine in my cupboard for cooking. And I know there are people that say, if you're going to cook with wine, you should be using a good wine. However, I have found, and I've been cooking a long time, that um, all the wine is good. It brings out some flavors, and uh, especially when you're deglazing, I don't think that you need anything that um, is going to break the bank. So fails are not failures. I mean, it is just, you know, it's just something new for you. And every time you open a bottle, you're going to get closer to things that you really do love. And I do want to say that if you're going to be in the Temecula area, um, or I think you can also do it online, you might want to uh, take, um, Heather Brittany is going to be doing a, a wine tasting. Uh, through um, through grazing theory, and you can find find the information on Instagram. And um, let's see if I find it here. I'm going to type it in and see if I can get you what her Instagram is. Yes, um, 
It is called HB Vino Culture. HB underscore Vino Culture. So check it out because she is doing um, this really great uh, wine tasting coming up and uh, this month, and she'll be having many more as well. So that's our segment on wine. Stay with us. I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back from break, we're going into the garden and we're going to have a spring sojourn in Eastern Europe. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. And we're coming back at you. So stay here. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com You can express yourself. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business. Well, we are back. Thank you for staying with me. And this week, we're going to go into the garden where I have 
been literally for the last few days here in my area of California. We are experiencing the craziest, craziest weather. Last week it was uh, like 96 degrees, so hot, and and then it got really windy, and now it's I don't know. I think it's high 40s, been raining, cloudy, and <laughs> crazy. But what that's done is it's made the weeds just go nuts. I mean, the flowers are beautiful too, but the weeds are so, so high. But what I'm going to talk about first is we're going to take kind of a, a jaunt through spring in the former Eastern Bloc countries of Europe, uh, Hungary, Romania, Bulgaria, Czech Republic, as well as Croatia and Serbia. And we're going to identify some of the botanical specimens that we have in common. Now, the rich soil of these European countries provides a foundation for a variety of plants and trees, and many of these are very familiar to Californians. Now, each country has a special association with a specific flower. During the Ottoman conquest, tulips were brought to these countries, uh, from Holland, of course, and um, tulips were blooming profusely in every land. Now, Hungary claims the tulip as its national flower, but it's also home to diverse wildflowers, and um, including the pasque flower, which is really uh, a harbinger of spring. Now, Croatia calls the Dalmatian iris its own, and the national symbol of Serbia is the plum tree, and it is blooming you know right now it's springtime in that area as well their national drink which is i think i'm going to probably butcher in the pronunciation because i don't speak serbian is like slavovica it's s-l-j-i-v-o-v-i-c-a so if you speak serbian you'll know but it's made from plums and if you've ever tasted it, it's very strong. It is very strong, but they do have different different kinds of um, these plum drinks. Now in Romania, they have this wild climbing rose called Rosa Canina, and it is utilized for both health and drinking. And they also claim the purple Carpathian crocus, and that is the first sign of spring. Now, Bulgaria is the leading producer of rose oil that is used in perfumes and cosmetic products. And I never knew that before. I always, when I think of cosmetic pro, uh, products and perfumes and things, you think of France, but it's Bulgaria that actually grows them. And the roses bloom in May and the rose oil is excellent for skin revitalization. The uh, Czech Republic is home to a variety of spring blooming flowers, including crocus and tulips and roses. And it is known for its spectacular display of cherry blossom trees. And they just create a stunning pink canopy over the cities and the countryside. And tulip magnolias are also in abundance in the Czech Republic and they add beauty to the already spectacular architecture. And if you've never been to Prague, that is a city to put on your bucket list. And even if you're not a city uh, loving person, 
Prague is just a special, it's like a fairy tale. It's almost like you feel that you've gone to Disneyland, except for it's real and the architecture is real. Now, the bright yellow forsythia, which is also called golden bells, it flowers throughout the region, throughout all all of the Eastern Bloc. It's along roads, it's in parks, it's in the forests, and it is stoloniferous. And what that means is that when a branch touches the soil, it takes root and it starts another bush. So in other words, it can just, it just keeps growing, right? It just keeps like, uh, like piggybacking on each other. Now, part of the mustard and cabbage family Rapeseed and canola farms are ubiquitous now as a prosperous and financially lucrative crop in the Eastern Bloc. Now, the rapeseed oil is used for diesel fuel and other industrial processes. And then there's the edible variety, and that produces the canola oil. Many people have allergies to these flowers. And people who live in the region, most of them, as pretty as that blanket of yellow blooms is, they're not happy about it. They don't really like, this is a new business um, for a lot of uh, farmers there. And uh, it is definitely bringing some capital, some money into the area, but most of the people aren't really too thrilled about it. Now, one of the things that is everywhere, uh, you know, in hotels and restaurants in Hungary, Bulgaria, Czech Republic, were these living walls of exotic plants. And many of these we use as house plants. And also other trees that are blooming right now in the area will be apple and pear. And of course, as I already said, um, plum trees. They had an interesting thing, I think, is uh, when we think of lawns, Usually we have clover or we just have a straight uh, straight blade kind of, you know, ryegrass or just some kind of a, a grass. But many lawns, um, especially in Romania, consist of dandelions and they're very attractive uh, because of all those yellow flowers. And of course, they're edible. So it's an edible lawn. Another thing that was is very big there are pansies and just a variety of colors and patterns that they dot the landscapes. And there are a lot of specimens that that they grow that are unfamiliar to me, but they're very intriguing. And one was called uh, the butter yellow. It's a puffball kind of in its Korea Japanese rose. And this was in Croatia. And then um, in the Dirjanap, National Park in Serbia, on the hillsides, there were this very pretty purple flower called Lunario. It's also known as um, honest, honest something. Anyway, it's called Lunaria. And then the Czech Republic really had the most dramatic displays of horticultural bliss. The parks and squares are filled with blossoming European crab apples with tulip magnolias, tulips everywhere. And then there are curated window boxes that have hyacinths and primroses and forget-me-nots and other flowering bulbs. So 
the any the, all of these countries um they do have most of the flowers that we grow here in California from delicate wildflowers to bold and bright flowering trees they really offered a stunning array of blooms and um and with with California it's they have many of the same things now may is really a busy time in everybody's garden and with a little effort, we can keep our plants healthy and thriving. So as the goddess gardener, I do have some tips for gardening chores and help you to help your landscape be more beautiful. I know that I have a ton of garden work ahead of me because um, of all the weeds, because of this climate change that we've been experiencing here and all between the rain and the sunshine and then the more rain and then more sunshine uh, and then where my little mini farm is I am backed up to hillsides and open space so all these weeds and plants that grow on the hills they blow into my property and I just cannot keep on top of it, it it's I was out for uh, six hours this morning weeding. I think I got um, three, like 36 gallon garbage cans filled with weeds. And the good news is, is I have a barnyard with goats and pigs and chickens and ducks and geese and rabbits and goats, and they love the weeds. So nothing goes to waste. It's all recycled, but it is a lot of work to try to keep it together. So. As the temperatures start rising, wherever you are, our plants are going to need more care and attention. So it is time to get to work in your May garden. One tip, water early in the morning as the water, as the weather warms, because you want to prevent any evaporation. And then weed constantly before weeds take over the garden, like they are really taking over mine now, even though I do weed constantly. And make sure to remove the entire root system of weeds before you decide to sow seeds that you want to grow. Otherwise, once you go to weed after you've sowed your seed, you're going to be pulling up the new seedlings that you just planted. So you need to weed first and then you can seed later and if you are kind of in a hurry just do one small area at a time and you might end up having to do like I thought I was going to be able to get my vegetable garden planted in this last weekend but uh, because I just can't get all the weeds out yet I decided to go ahead and start some tomatoes and basil and thyme and um, parsley dill in containers so you might want to just start something in containers you can always move it later it is time though to plant your warm season vegetables as long as you don't have snow where you are and that would include your tomatoes peppers cucumbers eggplant zucchini and whatever edibles your family enjoys eating so that this is the time to do it Fertilize your actively growing plants with a balanced fertilizer and then always follow the instructions carefully because over fertilizing can damage your plants. So don't be tempted to add more than what's recommended. Uh, sometimes we tend to think, you know, more is better, but when it comes to fertilizer, more can actually harm your plants. 
Improve the biodiversity of your soil ecosystem through mulching and composting. And spring and fall are just the ideal times to increase organic matter and uh, content. And adding compost to your garden reduces the need for chemical fertilizers. And in fact, I, I would highly recommend that you completely stop using any chemical fertilizers, insecticides, pesticides, anything like that, so you can have a completely organic garden. And you want um, the mulch and, uh, and um, compost will allow the soil to hold water and that means you will have to water less. And if you're in a district like we are, we just got a letter saying that they're gonna raise our rates on both our water and our sewer 8.5% a month for the next two years. And what's crazy about that is the last three years, they've been raising it 10% and, um, and asking us to conserve, and I don't think there's much more that anybody can conserve and they're still raising the rates. And we had 12 atmospheric rivers this year uh, and, and reservoirs are overflowing. So I'm not sure why they need to raise the rates. It kind of makes it, makes consumers angry. If you have camellia bushes, pick up the last of the spent camellia blossoms from your garden to protect your plant for next season because those rotting camellia blossoms have disease and it can get into your tree or your bush. Debris on your driveways, walkways, steps, and porches, time to sweep it up, get freshened up for spring. And you can brighten your curb appeal with uh, some colorful annuals, including petunias and zinnias and cleum and salvia, dahlias, snapdragons, impatience, bachelor buttons. Prevent pests. You want to keep an eye out for aphids, white flies, and other common pests. Uh, you can use an organic pest control method like neem oil or an insecticidal soap, and that'll keep them under control. And um, you can also, if you do have aphids or white flies, you, a lot of the garden centers are selling ladybugs. Now, if you let the ladybugs go and they fly away, it means that there isn't any food in your garden for them. So you could be happy about that because they feed on the aphids and the white flies and some other, other bugs. Uh, time to empty any standing water that you have in pots or tires or neglected ponds or pools or any place where mosquito larvae will breed because it has been for most of the country a rainy and snowy winter and uh, mosquitoes spread lots of different diseases, including West Nile virus. And it only takes a couple of warm days for the larva to hatch into mosquitoes. And that also, if you're in a fire zone or you're on the West Coast, clear the debris from your home and garden perimeter because dried limbs, leaves, and weeds, they all have to be removed be before fire season. I, I know we say that fire season is year round right now, but it really isn't too much in the deep of winter. But starting towards the end of May, it's this is going to be a big one, I'm afraid, because there was so much rain and the weeds are so high everywhere. And then finally, um, this is all that's really all for the garden that I want to uh, tell you. So I want to just wish you a uh, happy May. 
and happy gardening and happy growing. And just before I go to, uh, to break, again, I just want to reiterate that Be The Star You Are is doing a shoe drive. And you can find more information at bethestarur.org forward slash shoe drive. So when we come back from break, we're going to talk about self-confidence and getting that self-esteem going. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. And we want you to really shine. So stay with me. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Have you thought about starting a business? When you do, you have many choices. You could start a business from scratch. You could buy an existing business. You could even purchase a franchise. But the best way to figure out what and how you will start your business is to ask yourself a few questions. What is the business that you want to start? What is the product or the service that you would like to sell? Who will be your customers or your clients? And is this a product or service that is necessary, needed, and wanted? And how will you set yourself apart from the competition? What industry are you actually going to be in? And how will you fund the startup? Who do you know that already runs a profitable business in that field? Because starting a business means you are already halfway there just by starting it. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's Cynthia Bryan and Bryan with an I.com. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Be the star you are. Org. Dare to care. You are the star. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business Joseph Conrad wrote, The mind of man is capable of anything. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. And thank you for staying with us because we are going to grow some confidence. As a gardener, I like to grow people as well as plants. 
So having self-confidence is something that is crucial for our own success, for personal relationships, as well as in business. Uh, so many people really question their confidence. We need to have many experiences to make sure that we can trust other people. But how do you deal with the confidence that you put in yourself? How many experiences do you need to grow your own self-confidence? So what is self-confidence? For psychologists and behavioral developmental specialists, self-confidence is defined as the level of confidence an individual has in her own abilities. In other words, we have to trust ourselves, our own judgment to successfully meet life's challenges. Self-confidence is that inner feeling of power to fulfill our own desires. And this feeling allows us to act. And having such a thing is actually a matter of survival. Uh, many years ago, when I was first starting this radio show, I had Nathaniel Brandon on my uh, radio show. And he was considered absolutely a guru of um, self-confidence. In fact, probably considered one of the um, originators of the self-help movement because over seven decades, he focused on the critical need to understand the psychology of self-esteem and its relationship to our daily lives. And through his work, he contributed to the evolution of the concept from obscurity to greater levels of clarity and acceptance. And he wrote over 20, 20 books. So he is pretty much the father of self-esteem. And he said this, of all opinions, the ones you have about yourself is the most important. There is a connection between passivity and action and between success and failure. So can self-confidence uh, be taught? Well, we tend to think in extremes and we give too much or too little importance to certain things. So when bad things become catastrophic, even good is no longer given its due importance. And those moments lead to the gradual decrease in our level of self-confidence. However, just like any skill, self-confidence can be learned. And it can be learned from experiences and it can also be acquired. We have to have constant preparation and constant practice. So again, going back to self-esteem expert Nathaniel Brandon, low self-esteem is the root cause of many psychological issues. He actually postulated that there are six pillars of self-esteem. And he actually wrote a book that was called that, The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. In fact, if you wanted to ever pick up any of his books, some of the better ones was The Psychology of Self-Esteem, how to raise your self-esteem, um, the art of living consciously. So before mindfulness was even a word that was coined, Nathaniel Brandon was talking about it. And when I first started on the radio, I was actually part of the Personal Achievement Network with all of these gurus. And so I was very fortunate to be part of this self-esteem establishment where everybody on that network was talking about confidence and increasing self-esteem. So let me just go back to what Nathaniel said. 
the six pillars of self-esteem are living, living consciously, accepting yourself, taking responsibility for your actions, being self-assertive, living with a purpose, and having personal integrity. And all of these are vital because they help you develop your self-esteem. And some ideas that can help our self-confidence. We have to choose to always be around people who support us, who trust us and trust our abilities and who we feel the same about. We have to support them, we have to trust them and we have to trust their abilities. We have to learn to overcome thoughts that limit us and sabotage our confidence. You know, one thing I always say is that what you think about and talk about comes about. So if you do not have confidence in your abilities, you are not going to be able to achieve your dreams or achieve anything that you want. So we, you know, I don't want to say fake it till you make it, but believe in yourself and all the possibilities. Focus on all the qualities that you need in order to achieve any goal that you are imagining. And then do exercises. They're really, really helpful. The exercises can be visualization exercises because then you are mentally building yourself into what you want to be. And the elements that shape us into the posture of a person with great self-confidence, write down who are you? What do you want? And how are you going to get there? And then very important to enjoy your successes. No matter how small they may be, you need to celebrate. You need to recognize it. You need to slap yourself on the back and say, well done. And we have to be persistent and constantly water the roots of self-confidence because only in this way are you going to be able to grow the life that you want. So some things that you want to think about is if you are exposed to situations that cause you fear and you that, that help you feel more insecure, you need to know that you're not alone. There, I have never in all the years I've, I've been interviewing people since um, 1998 on radio and television, and so many of the celebrities and stars and best-selling authors and the gurus that I've interviewed, without exception, you know, everybody has struggled with something at some point in their life. So don't underestimate your own strengths and don't overestimate the strengths of others. If you start to think that you're the only one that is suffering through this, stop because you're not. <laughs> Expose yourself to situations that um, make you feel more anxious and then learn to handle them so that your confidence will increase. And always remember that failure is fertilizer. There really is no such thing as failure as long as you are learning a lesson. If you learn from it, you have not failed. You'll have another chance to gain your uh, posture and experience your self-confidence once again. Now, one of the worst things that you can do is criticize yourself. I mean, it's normal to try to be a better version of yourself. That is something that is positive. But you have to be reasonable. Don't always think, poor me, or I'm the stupidest. Or if when you make a mistake, you know, don't deride yourself. Don't think that you are 
dumb or incompetent or not worthy because you are worthy. You have to have a balance between being realistic and doing self-criticism that is damaging to you because self-criticism can actually bring you down. So again, that's why you have to um, extol your qualities, know what your strong points are, and then also know what your weaknesses are and think positively about yourself. It's great to think positive about other people and other things, but how often do you think positively about yourself? Appreciate yourself for everything you are, everything you do, everything you learn. Um, and again, applaud your little tiny successes, not not just the big goals, because the big ones are always going to be harder. But in order to to get to the big ones, we have to take small steps. So no matter what challenges that you're having, if you have made it through to the other side, just remember you deserve to feel safe and positive and to um, to congratulate yourself that you are doing okay. So now get involved in as many activities that you can, that you enjoy. It's really important to have fun activities in your life um, that reward you for your efforts. And that will keep a balanced lifestyle because self-confidence has a very powerful impact on our lives. And every experience that we go through on a daily basis, moment by moment, will be significantly improved from the second that we choose to listen to ourselves more and have the courage to expose ourselves to more personal challenges and believe in ourselves and know we can do it. You can do it. You have the power. Well, that is the show for today. Thank you for tuning in to Star Style, Be the Star You Are with me, Cynthia Bryan, every week, your personal growth success coach. And hopefully you get something out of the program that will change your life and make your dreams come true. For more information about Be The Star You Are charity, check out our shoe drive and other things that we are doing. Um, book reviews for teens, visit bethestarur.org. To buy any of my books or get any coaching or find out more about me, visit CynthiaBryan.com. And that's Brian with an I. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you. So I want you to see beyond your physical being. Know you are already the star you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, but celebrate the now. And try to read a book this week. It's like a garden in your pocket. And uh, until next week, when we celebrate once again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. I am Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Be your unapologetically authentic self. Make it a great week. Thanks for joining me, and I'll be with you next week. Be the star you It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. 
For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. Oh,